up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Friday, July 22nd. Follow the show. We're on Twitter, at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram, at Fantasy underscore Knockout. I'm excited for today's show because we're going to be breaking down... Breaking down the NFC East. We're going to talk projections, team, and player expectations. Uh, first, let's get right into the news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. So quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers um, is reporting that ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the 49ers have given Garoppolo permission to seek a trade. So I've come up with four landing spots that I could see him going to. That would be Seattle, Cleveland, Atlanta, or Houston. They are all in the need of a quarterback or quarterback upgrade from what they currently have but I doubt that any of them trade for him I just see the 49ers being forced to cut him and then he'll go sign somewhere else um quarterback Josh Rosen he's a free agent he signed with the Cleveland Browns formerly of the Falcons where he played last year I still give the the nod there to Jacoby Brissett um he's gonna be the starter with Watson out I don't see this anything other than just a backup position and then quarterback Kyler Murray, he got paid. He signed a five-year extension for $230.5 million. Um, I'm glad to see that they worked it all out because there was that little scuffle with him taking all the uh, Cardinal stuff down from his social media accounts and whatnot. So they all worked it out. He's going to be a Cardinal going forward. And then the like, mediocre signing of the week, uh, tight end Kyle Rudolph. He was a free agent. He ended up signing a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. To me, that's just a depth piece that shows Gronk is not coming back anytime soon. Um, Brait's going to be the guy there, or um, the rookie will be there. All right, the main event we have is the NFC East breakdown. We're going to start with the Dallas Cowboys. So the Cowboys last year, they were 12-5, and solid record. Their win total projected for this year is 10.5. I see them doing probably better than that. I can see them getting 10-11 wins easily. Um, the quarterback is Dak Prescott. He, right now he's going in the eighth round. I got him projected for 4,500 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 218 rushing yards, and three rushing touchdowns, a little bit less than what he's been at. He's come out and said that he is um, the healthiest he's been in several years. I love his value there. I will take Dak Prescott. He could be a top five quarterback for your fantasy league. I like him this year. Uh, running back Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard are the running backs. Zeke is going early fourth round, which to me is a value. I'm not super high on Zeke this year. Got him for 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, 38 receptions for 250 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Pretty standard. He doesn't have that breakaway speed that he used to. So he's just going to be a plotter, and you need him to score a touchdown in order for you to feel confident of starting him that week. Um, If you tend to go... The zero RB strategy, if you go uh, receiver heavy in your first couple picks, your first three picks or whatever, he is a solid uh, running back to put in as your RB1 in that round, in the fourth round. I would target him there if you're doing some kind of strategy like that. Tony Pollard, I see him getting an uptick this year from what he did last year. Got him for like 800 yards, four touchdowns, 45 receptions, 350 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Um, He's going in the mid-10th round. The problem with this is we don't know when he's going to score his touchdowns. And that's going to be his fantasy value where you're going to be excited to play him. He'll get his yards. He'll get his receptions. And he's flex-worthy. 
Um, and he's one of the best handcuffs to own this season. So Pollard, I do look as you know um, a bench running back on my teams this year. Uh, the wide receivers are going to be CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is still recovering from his injury last year. He's not going to be ready for the season. So CeeDee Lamb's going to get a lot of the work. He's going in the mid-second round at 2.4. Got him for 90 receptions, uh, 1,200 yards, 8 touchdowns. Pretty solid. I like him a lot, especially at that value in that second round. Um, I would take him. I like that. So if you go running back and you got CeeDee as your number one receiver, Great start to your uh, draft this year. And then Michael Gallup, he's going in the 14th round. I got him for 57 receptions for 766 yards, five touchdowns. So when he gets on the field, he'll be the number two there who will get targeted and will get production. It just won't be the first couple weeks of the season. So don't draft him. You can stash him on as your last pick on your bench or whatever. Um, but I'm not looking to target him. The tight end there is Dalton Schultz. I am liking his value a lot. I could see him being a top five tight end this year. Dalton Schultz is going in the mid-sixth round at six and a half. 81 receptions, 800 yards, six touchdowns, and he could have more than that in the touchdown category. Um, that's just what I have projected for him for a safe projection. Uh, but I like Schultz as one of my tight end targets this year. So there's plenty of Cowboys you can go after for fantasy value this year. Next is going to be the New York Giants. Last year, the Giants, they were 4-13. and 13. Their win total this year is 7.5. I could, I, I go, I'm going under. I, I don't see the Giants improving that much. Um, new head coach, Brian DeVol, I get. He'll bring in a better offense there. You got quarterback Daniel Jones still there. He's going undrafted. Got him projected for 3,700 yards, 21 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 374 rushing yards, 3 rushing touchdowns. Pretty average. He'll be a streaming option this year. Saquon Barkley is a running back. He's kind of like Zeke. Actually, he's he's sneaking up there a little bit more than Zeke right now. But Barkley's got he's going in the third and third three point six, so that mid third round. Uh, got him projected for nine hundred sixty eight yards, six touchdowns, fifty four receptions, four hundred twenty receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns. So he's he's a solid running back. He's start to me. He's kind of starting that running back dead zone that you've hear you've heard some other fantasy analysts talk about. Um, the receivers there is Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay. They're both going later in the rounds. Uh, Tony's going in the 13th. Galladay's going in the 14th. Um, I got Tony projected for 85 receptions, 900 receiving yards, four touchdowns. I got Galladay for 53 receptions, 850 yards, five touchdowns. I don't know which one's going to be the guy that emerges there, so we got to watch the training camps. Um, if I were to pick today, I would go with Tony. He looks like he's got the... Uh, talent to emerge as a alpha there. Galladay was paid to be that. He hasn't been that in a couple years. Um, I'm just going to probably pass on those guys. At, in the 13th round, if you're taking a flyer on Tony as your fifth re receiver for your team, not bad. We'll see what he does a couple weeks, and then you can cut him and sign somebody else if he doesn't pan out. The Eagles are next. We, they were 9-8 and eight last year. Uh, their win total is at 8.5. I could see them hitting that mark, getting 9. Very similar to what they did last year. The running back there is Jalen Hurts. He's going in the mid-7th round at 7.4. Got him projected for 3,500 yards, 22 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 735 rushing yards with 8 rushing touchdowns. I like his value a lot, just like I do Dak Prescott. 
So if I'm waiting on quarterback, I'm not getting one of those top quarterbacks that in the draft. I'll wait for these guys in that mid-round, 6th, 7th, 8th round, and snag up Hurts, Kyler Murray, or Dak Prescott. I like their values there. The running back is Miles Sanders. He's going in the late 7th round. I got him for 1,000 yards, 5 touchdowns, 34 receptions for 282 receiving yards with 1 receiving touchdown. I'd take him. I, I mean, he's fallen enough where he's a value. Um, question is, will it? What are they going to do? Because when he was the main guy there, he just did not get the opportunities. So there's going to be a lot of interesting questions regarding Philadelphia this year. Also, because they traded for A.J. Brown, they have their rookie from last year, Devontae Smith. Those are their two receivers. Uh, Brown's going in the fourth round. Devontae Smith has fallen all the way to the 12th round. I got them similarly projected this year just because we don't know which one's going to be the alpha I would assume Brown is going to be. Um, so he's for 80 yards, 1,200 yards, or 80 receptions, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. Smith, I got for 70 receptions for 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. And then the tight end is Dallas Goddard. He got a lot of production as well. He's going in the eighth round. 70 receptions for 830 yards, five touchdowns for Goddard. So they, I see them throwing the ball a lot. So that's going to make it interesting for Miles Sanders, Will Hurts. Scrambling ability hurt Sanders a little bit. We don't know. It's one of those things we're going to have to watch some of the, the training camp. We're going to have to watch some of the preseason to see how they're going to put this team together. But there's going to be some, there's going to be several fantasy options on the Eagles. And at their price, it is worth it. Take some shots on drafting some of these Eagles players. Next is the Washington Commanders. So the Commanders, they were 7-10 last year. Their win total projection is 7.5 this year. I could see them hitting that mark right again. Um, if their defense improves, then their uh, overall record will improve as well. So their new quarterback is going to be Carson Wentz. Um, I think that's an improvement. It's an upgrade from what they had last year. Wentz is going in the 13th round. I'm not touching Wentz this year. I will stream him um, when it comes as a decent option. Um, I got him projected for 3,650 yards, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 236 rushing yards with two rushing touchdowns. Uh, the running back is Antonio Gibson. He's going in the fourth round or late third round. I like his value. I got him for 1,000 uh, rushing yards, eight touchdowns, 37 receptions, 250 receiving yards, two, two receiving touchdowns. Pretty standard. We just have to change our mindset with Gibson. He is no longer going to be the Christian McCaffrey light that Ron Rivera was bragging about a year or two ago. Antonio Gibson is a solid piece at that draft spot in the fourth round or late third, early fourth. I like his value just because he will be there and he will produce. He's not going to be flashy. He's not going to be win. He's not going to win you weeks, but he will give you that solid production. Kind of like what I said with Zeke. If you if you go receiver early with your two first picks and you snag Zeke and, and Gibson with your next two. You are setting your team out pretty well if you decide not to go running back in the first couple picks. The receivers, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Doxson, the rookie, and Curtis Samuel are the guys there in Washington. McLaurin has slipped all the way to five, the mid-fifth round. I'll take his value there just because I think Carson is a better quarterback than Terry played with last year. And you, got, you just got to understand... McLaurin, his projections, 85 receptions for 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. I could see his touchdowns bumping up a little bit. And with Terry, you're going to be happy when he scores that touchdown. And when not, you're going to be frustrated. Um, very similar to a DJ Moore-style player. Uh, Jahan Doxson, the rookie, he's going in the 14th round. I got him for 47 receptions, 600 yards, four touchdowns. Nothing special. We'll see if he emerges this season, probably the second half of the season. 
Curtis Samuel, he's going undrafted. I got him for like 150 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 50 receptions, 500 receiving yards, five receiving touchdowns. Kind of a gadget player. Um, we could start him in the flex a couple times during the week, during bye weeks most likely. Excuse me. And then tight end Logan Thomas, he's still recovering from his injury. He's going in the 15th round. Got him projected for 57 receptions, 550 yards, five touchdowns. Pretty normal there. Uh, he's got to be a streamable tight end. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. The next show we got is the AFC South. We're going to start kicking it off with the AFC. So make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review. It really helps us out. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.